everybody to ERA Talks, our very first episode in our podcast series. I am Stephanie Tierney, the membership director and podcast coordinator here at ERA. ERA Talks is the newest forum for our members to hear from industry leaders on topics that are relevant today. Today, we are featuring David Norris, president and owner of Norris & Associates, a manufacturer's rep in the Northeast, who is also chairman of ERA. And Chuck Tanzola, VP of Fusion Sourcing Group, also a manufacturer's rep in upstate New York, Northeast, and the Mid-Atlantic regions. Chuck is the president of ERA as well. Welcome, Dave and Chuck, uh, to ERA Talks. Thank you. Obviously, our world has changed so much in the last 30 days. It was just weeks ago that we ended our ERA conference in Austin. Who would have thought how things would have changed so drastically since February 26th? I have some questions for you both. Dave, I want to begin with you. What are the main goals of ERA for 2020 that you're seeing now? Thanks, Stephanie, and, and I appreciate the opportunity to, to, to do this. So I, I think as I look at ERA 2020, I think our primary goal should be to lead the dialogue amongst all the industry members, reps, manufacturers, distributors, and our customers, particularly in the context of the recent changes that we've seen in our world. That is great. Thank you very much, Dave. Chuck, what about you? Well, I, I also appreciate the opportunity to, to do this and, and uh, agree with Dave. I think uh, leading the dialogue is important. What we have to recognize, and, and by the way, first and foremost, our thoughts, prayers, and best wishes go out to all of people affected by what's going on in, in the world, uh, particularly those in the electronics industry and within the ERA family. So I, I think, you know, our, our objectives and our goals remain the same. In, in addition to leading the dialogue, uh, we'll provide, continue to provide value for all, all of the industry and for our constituent groups. And uh, I think that hasn't changed. Obviously, the, the world has changed, but, uh, but the goals and objectives remain the same. Great. Thank you so much, Chuck. So, Dave, I'm going to have it go back to you. What do the events of the past 30 days mean to ERA? One of the things that um, this underscores from my perspective is the, um, the inherent resiliency of manufacturers' representatives. Throughout the history of our, of our industry, I think that reps have demonstrated themselves to have that resiliency, that adaptability as a force of change have, uh, have impacted our industry. I've seen from the very beginning of what we're now starting to experience with the, uh, the, the changes in, in the conditions in the world, from day one, a collaboration and communication amongst the rep community, which I think is such a, a powerful thing and no surprise whatsoever. So I think it's, it's in, a, in a strange way an opportunity for the ERA to continue to have that communication and that collaboration that will help us all as we deal with these changes. Great. Thank you so much. Chuck, what about you? So, so building on that, I think, Obviously, in, in time of change, the, the tendency is to want to react and to do things and so forth. And, and we need to do that, but we need to re- remember that uh, fundamentally, this is a temporary change. Without minimizing anything that's going on, it's very significant. Uh, it, it is a temporary change. The fundamentals of our industry remain, remain the same. Uh, how we do things will change. So from ERA's perspective, for example... Uh, one of the things we'll do, and following on Dave's point about leading the dialogue, is uh, 
starting next Tuesday, four o'clock on the 31st, we'll be, be, uh, bringing out a new series called the ERA water cooler, you know, with, with, uh, everybody sheltering in place or working from their home there's less uh, opportunity to socialize and be at, at the water cooler. And so, uh, we'll have a, uh, call in or opportunity for people to call and, and basically socialize virtually through this webinar series that begins again on the 31st at four o'clock. So that's just a way that we'll adapt. We won't change the fundamental mission, but we'll adapt and how we're doing things as a, as an association and, uh, and provide that leadership of the dialogue. I think that's a great phrase, Dave. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much. So Dave, I'm going to move on to another question for you. What does the cancellation of EDS mean to ERA? Well, first, I want to acknowledge participating on the the board of uh, of EDS on behalf of ERA when the board met uh, about a week or so ago to talk about what we needed to do with this year's EDS. With, without hesitation, all of the board members agreed that our primary responsibility was the safety of the members of our uh, associations and the participants in EDS. So there was no question that this was uh, the right thing to do and something that we needed to do in a crisp way and, and timely so that uh, we made it uh, supportive of everyone else in their decisional process. For our organization, for me personally, EDS, it's, it's always been a key opportunity to meet and collaborate. And so in that context, losing this particular event this year obviously will have, have an impact on our ability to do that. But I'm, I'm certain that through other opportunities, whether it's through some of the new programming that's going to be done with the ERA, for all of us looking at the tools that are available for us to keep those connections strong, I think will evolve into a new reality, at least for a period of time. But um, my, my own opinion relative to EDS, the biggest loss is that, that opportunity to have so many uh, available to you face-to-face with that collaboration. And uh, we certainly acknowledge that loss. Absolutely. Chuck, what do you think that the cancellation of EDS means for ERA now? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, just building on what Dave had to say, you know, for, for our members, for our constituents, for the industry, it does present obviously a loss in terms of opportunity. I, I think we should also look at it, though, as simply a delayed opportunity because uh, EDS, the summit, will be back in 2021. And, and so while we've lost this year, it will be back and it'll be strong. And I know the, the EDS board, you know, they did what they had to do and I appreciate what they've done. And, and I knew it was a hard decision, but I, I do think that, uh, you know, we, we will adapt during this year and then we'll be back as strong as ever uh, next year for, for the ERA association. Obviously there's a lot of speculation. I was just reading Barbara Jorgensen's article and she talked about the financial impact, and there is a financial impact. We can't deny that. It is not a death death blow by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, we will we will adapt to that, and we'll get through that as well, and continue to to move forward. So there there was there was no choice with with EDS, and and I applaud all the members of the board for their decision and the way they handled it. 
One of the key things that I'm hearing, uh, especially from you, Chuck, is uh, the word adapt. And that is actually bringing me to my next question. How will ERA adapt its programming for the balance of 2020? So, Stephanie, uh, that's, a, that's a great question. And uh, I think one of the things that will happen in the short term, obviously, in-person events will be replaced with virtual events. So, for example, this week I was on a conference call, uh, the Empire chapter of ERA, which annually does an in-person DTAM presentation, uh, obviously canceled that because of what's going on. But they had a conference call where we reviewed the presentation. So it became a virtual call. So we'll, we'll adapt in that way. But that being said, the, the backbone events, teleforums will continue to go on. Our representer will continue to be published. Chapters will continue to provide services and, and, and functions again virtually. I, I suspect later in the year, our, you know, preparation or actually probably now preparation for our 2021 conference will begin. So I think there'll be continue to be events. I mentioned earlier the new water cooler program. So that's a sign of adaption or adaptation, excuse me. But, but fundamentally the things behind the scenes that, that drive our programs will continue to go on. We'll still continue to provide strong value to, to our constituents. We'll continue to look at, you know, adding members and, and serving our members and, and so forth. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chuck. And what about you, Dave? What do you think uh, ERA is doing to adapt its programs for the balance of 2020? So it is, it is interesting, particularly when you look at what we are already doing now. And just in the latest, in the latest edition of the representer, there are three articles in the representer that are incredibly timely. One is five ways to use video to get business. Another is social media playbook, a 10 minute approach for manufacturers representatives. And, and then there's also one from uh, Nikki Wise, Old World Lessons for Modern Day Sales Success. So it, I find it fascinating that even in the context of what's going on right now, some of our fundamental programming and value that we offer to our membership is probably more timely than ever. So though some things will, will change and evolve here, if you look through the, the pieces that we, we offer, whether it's the teleforums, the representer, the things that we're doing in the chapters, the new water cooler program, et cetera. I mean, we've got so many strong deliverables today. And I think that that, that value will be reinforced over the coming months. The other thing that we're finding is that, that with that network that we've developed within our community is we're already having conversations, exchanging thoughts about best practices today. So what are ways that we can continue to engage with our principals, with our customers, and with our channel partners to reinforce that, that support that we offer them? One of the things that we have found over the last uh, week or so is we have customers coming to us because we are trusted partners and we've established that relationship with them, and they've come to us to help in sourcing some items that for one reason or another, the supply chain seems to have dried up. And where are they turning? Where are they going for the resources to help them with those issues? They're going right out to the manufacturer's rep network because that community has developed the link with them where they see us as an extension of their resources. And they see us as individuals that can help them solve problems, even if they may not obviously be on our line card at this time. So 
And I, th- I think we're seeing a lot of signs that will underscore and reinforce that connection we have throughout the community. And, and obviously, ERA has lots of core programming that are absolutely as applicable, if not more so than ever. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dave. So you guys both kind of touched on this. I'm going to ask you again anyways, just because it really is important to hear it again. You know, how has ERA helped your companies and maybe other companies that are members of ERA deal with all the change? Or how do you think that they will deal with uh, the change moving forward and, and using ERA for that purpose? Chuck, I can direct that to you first. Sure. Okay. So it's interesting. Dave referred to, to some of the articles in the representer. And I think about, you know, when, when all of this was coming down, the, the COVID-19 situation was accelerating. Uh, we just returned from the conference and, and, uh, you know, the conference in Austin, one of the sessions there was on, on doing more web searching and, and how to use those tools. So that's just an example of how, you know, that the world is changing and we're, we're able to use the tools we're given in the conference to do that. Some of the white papers and, and things that we've done before, exchange of ideas, just the network of, of associations. You know, the world has become more distributed, people working out of, out of their house instead of in an office, perhaps. But that's been our model right along as, as a rep associate, you know, as, as reps. Our field salespeople typically are working out of their house already. And so, uh, without minimizing anything, this is, this is the world we've, you know, we've lived in. And so, uh, I think that the stability of that and, and the, the way that works will, will shine through in this. And then the exchange of ideas just helps us to continue to build on that. I think the association helps us work on our business while we're working in our business. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Chuck. What about you, Dave? It's, it's interesting because we're all being asked to socially isolate at a time when, frankly, that's the last thing that we want to do, right? Whether it's within our business community, whether it's with our family and friends, our instinct right now is to be more connected, not less connected. As far as how ERA has helped our organization deal with change, and I've said this many times before, virtually everything I understand about the manufacturer's rep business I learned from other manufacturers reps and very often within the context of the programs and services that are available from the ERA. So I I think one of the things that we should really look at is how can we extend those resources to those that aren't yet members of the ERA because they're still, they're still members of our industry community. So um, I, I hope as we progress through the rest of the year, we're going to work on on finding other ways to um, extend these resources to those outside of our membership today, just just for the sake of the benefit of the overall uh, electronic component industry. Thank you so much, Dave. You know, having you two on, you know, being the leaders of ERA, it really is helpful uh, just to see what your input is, see what, you know, what is available at ERA, all the different resources. There's so much, uh, you know, we're trying to come together as, uh, as an organization and try to, you know, be there for each other. So getting your input on this has really, really been very beneficial, of course, to me, but to everybody that's going to be listening as well, too. So thank you so much, Chuck and Dave, for being a part of our very first episode of ERA Talks. We are really excited about this uh, new podcast series. It was extremely informative. 
And of course, for anybody that is listening, uh, be sure to check out ERA.org for more events, resources, and uh, membership information, and some of the great things that Chuck and Dave have both mentioned. Thank you so much, and we will talk again soon.